You never know when we're going to get going. Never can tell. You never can tell. Never be able to anticipate when we're going to be in here. But guess what? We in here! That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah! You're never gonna. I think I'll make a song about it. You wanna hear it? Here it go. You're never gonna know. Hey, I say you're never gonna know. Hey. You gotta do your dance like this. Ah. Lean with it. Rock with it. Hey! Yeah, yeah. You're never gonna know when it's time to go. We in here! Hey! I say you're never gonna know when we're time to go. Yeah! Uh, 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 yeah! We in here! Tell my people to tell somebody. Tell somebody. Tell somebody that we in the building. A bit of now you see us now you don't. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Mayberry is in the building. How you feeling? I'm feeling wonderful. How you I doing? I can't hear you. I can't hear. Can you hear me? <laughs> I'm feeling wonderful. How are you feeling tonight? Uh, you're low. That's a little better. That's a little better. That's a little better. That's a little better. That's Rose Kamoski. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get ready. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's Monday. Monday, we in the building, we in the building, and we in the building. Drop those angry emojis if you angered in the Lord. I know my soul is been anchored. That's right, <laughs> my soul is anchored. <laughs> that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. We got a good one. We got a good one. We got a good one. Hey. Back to the song. You're never gonna know when it's time to go. Yeah. I say you're never gonna know when it's time to go. Yeah. Hey, can't guess what time we gonna show. Hey, hey. Can't guess what time we gonna show. Yeah. Look out. Whoa. Hey, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna do some laughing. 
Y'all like to do some laughing, we're gonna laugh tonight, man. We're gonna laugh tonight. Uh, even though we are preachers of the gospel of the Lord, we like to have some fun. We like to do some giggling and some cutting up, man. Tonight gonna be our cut up time. We're gonna cut up. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. So y'all stick around. We're gonna make it do what it do. For those that had a rough day, flat tires, uh, pink slips in the, in the mailbox, discontinued uh, and disconnected, and repossessions and all that good stuff. I want to encourage you to hold on, man. Let's get it. Tune in to The Preacher's Corner. Brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Amazon Music. This is an in-house production. Battles won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying. Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying. I can do wrong things through Christ, which strengthens me. So there's nothing that my God can't change, including me. Yo, I live by his word, and nothing else. Cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my itself. See, the truth will set you free. True indeed, cause I'm walking through the valley with the Lord as my lead. Give me a mission to reach the youth. Pray I will succeed And so far my friends been answered Cause I got the tools I need So I'ma keep on pushing Let them add in my story If the end is about the Christ I won't see you to get the glory Y'all like that? We like that. We like that. We like that. Yeah, we like that. We like that. Listen, I don't know how many downloads that we had over the weekend. I didn't even check. Hmm. But if we do got some new people, the new listeners, I have no earthly idea. Uh, numbers is numbers. However, we like new listeners. We like that kind of stuff. Hey, Mayberry, tell us what a new listener is. Um, what are you at? We want to shout out Islamabad, Pakistan, Sapporo, Japan. We have Kanoa, Japan, Mumbai, India, Johannesburg. 
Bird, South Africa, Trinidad and Tobago, Port of Spain, Garofio do Norte, Brazil, Jundai, Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Juinville, Brazil, Atasia, and Port Algre, Brazil. We got Jundalu, Western Australia, Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, Lagos, Nigeria, Berlin, Dusseldorf, Frankfurt, Belgium, and Cologne, Germany. We got London and Mitten Keys, England, Dublin, Ireland, and Moscow, Russia. Shout out to you. We salute you today. Rockin' Mountain House, Canada. Montreal, Canada. Norwalk, Connecticut. Peterson, New Jersey. Ashburn, Virginia, North Olmstead, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, Lakewood, Ohio, East Point, Georgia, Augusta, Georgia, Griffin, Georgia, Coverton, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, Washington, D.C., Wichita, Kansas, Memphis, Tennessee, Edmond, Oklahoma, Albuquerque, New Mexico, New Orleans, the biggest is in the house, that's right, that's right, that's right, Miami, Florida, Palm Beach, Florida, Orlando, Florida, Bellevue, Florida, Indianapolis, Indianapolis, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Schaumburg, Illinois, Chicago, Hammond, Illinois, Boise, Idaho, Burlington, Iowa, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philly is in the building. It's Brooklyn in the house. Brooklyn, New York is in the building. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, Fresno, California, Oakland, Kent, Washington, Chico, California, Clovis, California, Sacramento, California, San Jose, California, Denton. Let's just say the DFW area. North Texas is in the building. North Texas in the building. South Texas is in the building. Uh, that's only one specific college. PVU. That's right. Preview University represents. They represent the Preacher's Corner on the yard at PVU. Crowley. Texas is in the building. Shout out to uh, the people that smoke to the bone barbecue. Barbecue, 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 barbecue. Yes, right. That's right. Yeah, that's enough. Hey, man. It's time to get to it. Time to get to it. Hey, man. Let's get to it. Barbecue, 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 barbecue. Yo! Don't touch that stereo. Listen. Right there on the screen. Uh, is the what's that? The email address. If you want to leave us an email, man, tell us how you like the show or all that good stuff, man. There it is, right there. JTM at thepreacherscorner.net. There you go. There you go. Leave us an email. Uh, any questions? Any specific thing that you might want us to discuss? Uh, bring to our attention and we're gonna scope it out man we're gonna look into it uh not necessarily gonna do what you <laughs> but yeah we're gonna consider it hey man um, um yeah put suggestions in as far as 
Lord. Yeah, put your suggestion yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that you like gonna put it before the board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it before the board. See what we can do. See what we can do. We can do. We can do. Yeah. Right there. www.thepreacherscorner.net. There you can find our merch. Yeah, the merchandise. If you want your JTM Ministries merchandise, your FRM uh, Ministries merchandise, or Preacher's Corner t-shirt, you can get it right there on our website or in the description of this video. And every video from now on, every single one of them, that's right, that's right. We're going to make it easy to get you a short uh, coffee mug or something all proceeds are going towards our christmas giveaway our christmas giveaway we want to give away i say i want to do at least i'm gonna go outrageous let's do 30 bikes i was gonna say five but you know hey man yeah i'm gonna say 500 but i don't know how 500 kids so we just be stuck with a bunch of bikes right hey you want a bike Nah, we ain't trying to do all that. Yeah, yeah. But listen. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that's in the building, man. We good, man. We got us a good topic tonight, man. Glad y'all rolled through, man. Yeah, my. Tonight's topic. Ten things I never, ever, ever do again but before we get to that i got something up my sleeve you ready for it i'm not i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> oh my god let's go man y'all like bloopers let's check out these bloopers Welcome to episode 56 of the Preacher's Corner. This is Pastor JT and Lady Fanita in the house. <laughs> 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 the Crowley Pastors in the house with the First Lady in the house. Good evening. When y'all come in, make sure y'all drop those anchor emojis if you ain't good in the Lord. <laughs> Sister Kenza, I see you. <coughs> How you just out Sister I don't know. Because most of the time they be on there to be the first one I see. Keep moving, 
why I'm laughing so hard. What? Cause I'm recording. Oh, no, okay, I don't fan in here. I had to cut it short because she just kept doing crazy stuff. And, and I was like, man, this is really some good footage. You wrong for that. Some good footage. Y'all, had I known I was being recorded, I would have never been in here fooling with him. I was telling him what I was going to do that night and I didn't do any of that. That was great. <laughs> that video is almost two hours long. What? <laughs> Doing the color check and all of that, you were recording. <laughs> Mic check, color check, everything. <sighs> so stay tuned because I'm gonna make some short blooper reels out of all of that. Yeah, it is a lot. I was in here crying, laughing while that. I was, was looking so at that. Man, the other day, I was. Oh my goodness, man. Ooh. That's embarrassing. That ain't embarrassing. Yes, it is. That's how you're supposed to be, man. Living it up. Don't be so serious. Yeah, man. You're wrong. Even though this Christian content, it shouldn't be just boring. Yeah, you know, I know you. I know. They're living it up for the for the for the for the in between. Well, and the thing about it too is I love laughing. I don't know. I like if to laugh. I don't want to be serious all I the time. I like to do some laughing and I like I high size and everything. That's why he blooped that out because I was high side yeah, somebody. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I don't want nobody it's to get offended. So. Then I cover the mouth up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want nobody mm -hmm. to get offended because they. So just was, know we know people pop in, pop out, and come in and say hello, good evening. They drop the anchor and all that, and they never know what's going on. Yeah, we we know, we know, yeah. we know. We yeah. know. It is what yeah. it is, man. Good night, sweetheart. <laughs> good night, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. So what you think? Ten things I never ever so do again. Again. Yeah. I got five, you got five, I and we're going to put the other five on the aftermath. Yes, sir. And you're going to put your other five on the aftermath. Mm -hmm. uh, scissors, rock, paper to go first. Who go first? You can go first. Go ahead. Ladies, it's always first. <laughs> I always go first. You started. You no, can start you it. Got it. You go. You know, you do it. Okay. You, you do it. You go ahead. On my list 
the first, I'm not going to go in order because I kind of just. So decided. these are 10 things really? that I'm never doing again from the perspective of a preacher. This is the preacher's calling them. The preacher, pastor, from a preacher, assistant pastor. All right, 10 things that we ain't never doing again. Come on. My first one is I will never allow people or a person who has never pastored or been a first lady offer advice. Yeah. Never again. That's good. Um, That's I've good. had so many people to say, you know, what we're, you know, I like what y'all are doing. Never pastor, never been a first lady, never been over anything and then have a whole lot to say or to remind me of, you know, on down the road, something that may have occurred or, or happened. And the, and the reality of it is, you know, it's just like this. You can't tell me how to drive on the freeway if you never got behind the wheel and drove on the freeway. You say I'm mighty retarded saying, well, all you got to do is start it from the slow lane and work your way over to the left when you've never gotten the slow lane and worked your way to the left. So my first thing is not to allow people or, um, you know, just single, I mean, just a person, period, uh, give me advice um, regarding the ministry because people do it and, all, and the, all time. the time man. All you the get time. advice on folk that hey man uh have you thought about preaching this man that'll be a good sermon yes. this would be a good sermon this would be this and no man i'm gonna get it from the lord bro. i'm telling I'm you i think that people people think that they can tell you how to how you should or shouldn't do things and i'm gonna tell you because there's so many people out here that's not led by god i'm glad you brought that up because there's a lot of people that's not led by god so when you got a person who is led by god to run a ministry and then everybody follow because you know even though i mean you know you're the pastor you're the head and i follow suit i don't do anything without your permission and i think that people it's good for people to know that so even when people are trying to get come in my ear or tell me how things should go that those things still have to be that that come from the head on down you know yeah and people don't operate in order so many people so many people out of order so many ministries yeah. that operate out of order and i think it's important to um you know you have to operate with order god is the god of order not confusion he is against confusion so I think that when, if people don't have that experience, they've never walked in a, a male in our shoes, I don't think that they should have their two cents. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. So that's my first one. Your first one. That's a good one, too. <laughs> my first one, uh, it came It came as a, um, I think it was my like my third sermon. And so from that point on, I always said, my number one thing is sing a hymn that I like, but don't really know before preaching. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I really liked the song, and I started singing it, and then Realize. I realized that I was singing two songs. Yeah. It was, it was a song that had... Some of the same word, but it was two different songs. I started saying an amazing grace. 
shall always be my song of praise. And after that, I was, and then uh, everybody in the crowd, they, they started look, putting their head down like this and looking down. So I never you knew that wasn't, that, that wasn't the right words. I knew that. that wasn't the right words. So I said, hey, man, thank you, Lord. Uh, it's good to be here. I went on with the rest of the thing. And then my pastor, he told me, he said, man, preach a good word. He said, but next time, pick a song that you know. Yeah. Don't get up there singing stuff that you don't know all the words <laughs> to. No. So that's number one for me. I never sing a song <laughs> that I don't. No, all of the words too. I'ma tell you, you know, it's funny because nowadays they are mixing songs like nothing. They so it wouldn't matter. It. Yeah, you can remix mm -hmm. now. No, you can't remix them. No, nah, you know, but hymns. not that. No. Not no. not stuff like because that. Because the older season saints, they know. They know the They're like, all right, come on here, boy. And they were like, Oh. He don't know the words. He don't know the words. <laughs> He's fake. He's fake. <laughs> <laughs> He's fake. Oh child. Everybody put their head down, start looking at their book and all this stuff. They, I can just imagine they probably dog me and drug me out. But they probably say he's faking, honey. He don't yeah. even know the words. Yeah, you so, know yeah. they talk about you real bad when they. I know they out. did. I know they did. That's number one for me. What you got? So my second one is I will never assume that people are saved, that people are integral, and people are honest. That's all one. I'll mm. never assume again that people that when they come to church with us, they say whether or not they have Christian experience or not, I think it's very important for us to keep the call of order. You know, you yeah. said from jump that when people come, if they join the church, instead of them getting right into doing things, that they should go through orientation. Yeah, they they gonna go back through orientation before they get ready yeah. to do anything else. Man, orientation they, is online. Right. If 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 they can if they can go through orientation, that shows me that they really want to do something. That's right. Absolutely. If they can't go through no orientation, that shows me that they can't do nothing at the ministry. Absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, even if they are returning members you know, They're even returning to. members, yeah. even like for now where we're going, where we're headed, I think it will be a good thing for, you know, for one day we just say, hey, let's go back to orientation. Let's refresh what, you know what I'm saying? What we, we might do that Wednesday. Yeah, what we stand for yeah. and where we're but headed. But see, that's the kicker. Everybody don't come on Wednesday. Come on Wednesday. Right. So, I mean, you, you, that's you beating the dead horse. Yeah, yeah. And it's so sad because, you know, when you know that, that there are so many things in store for us that God has somewhere for us to go, we're headed somewhere, you would like for everybody to be on board. But I've just come to the realization that everybody's just not going to be on board. Sometimes you just got to roll with what you got. Yeah. Got to roll with what you got. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how that go. But, yeah, I'll never assume that, again, that people that come in that say that they're saved are saved, that people that come in and, and, and act integral are integral, and that people that come in and act honest are honest because they're, they're not. I've learned that um, a lot of people come in, they know how to put up that false, you know, that fake aid because that's what they've been doing and um, and not realizing that you're coming into an establishment where there are we're real all the way around the board don't know no other way to be and um and so um real recognize real and fake recognize fake and so um i think that it'll be it's a it's it's a bad thing when you just assume that you know y'all know what they say when you assume stuff 
kind of, you know, embarrass yourself and others, you know. But uh, I will never do that again. That's one thing I will never, ever, ever take for granted again, that people are, are saved, integral, and honest. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff, man. My number two. Uh, is I'm going back over some other experiences. Okay. Some other experiences. Uh, attend a pastor and wife anniversary that I really don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I ain't never doing that again. Never, ever, 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 ever attending a pastor and wife anniversary that I, I met through somebody or on Facebook or Instagram. I ain't never going to go support or do anything like that ever again. This particular time, we got there kind of late too. Mm -hmm. Wasn't nowhere else to sit. And they brought us all the way from the back door, down the middle aisle to the front row and sat us on the front row. Yeah. And then when it come time to bless the pastors and all that and have words to say about the pastor, I didn't have nothing to say about the pastor because I ain't know him. Yeah. They really know them, and and then they said, uh, "Everybody stand up. That's gonna sow a hundred dollars." Yeah. And I stayed seated. Yeah. I don't know him. Yeah, I'm not giving nobody no hundred. It was like Pastor Mayberry, you ain't gonna sow. No, I don't know him. Yeah, we you were invited know, yeah. because no. he was a Facebook friend. I was invited. He told me to come, and I was like, "I, right, brother, I be there." I'm going to put my seed in, and that's going to be it, Jack. Mm -hmm. I ain't never doing that again. So, pastors, don't ask. If I don't know you, don't ask me. <laughs> Please. I don't know you. Let's get to know each other first, and then then, then we'll, uh, I ain't never doing that again. They put us all the way on the front row. <laughs> Let me sit close to the back, man. And, and if I want to tiptoe out of here, I yeah, can tiptoe out of here. If we wanted to leave, we couldn't have because we were on the very front row. Mm, put me on the front row. I can't even hide my facial expressions or nothing on the front row. Couldn't, we couldn't whisper and talk about nobody together. None of that stuff. <laughs> oh, Ooh. I can't do that. So now, that's my number two. I ain't doing it <laughs> no more. No more. There you go. So I'm two for two. My number three, I will say before I say this, because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But the people that are already there, this does not include you because you're already a member. Already where? At just well, in, you, in well, general. Well, you know this nationwide. I know. Worldwide. Just in general, just like the people that are attached to me, because you know, even though we're talking to people worldwide. The people that are close to us always get, they feel some type of way if they hear what's, what's being said. So let me just clarify. Because this, this is what my number three is. I will never again have personal, up close and personal relationships with members. I'm not doing that no more. And the reason why I say that is because I get it now. Why the first ladies were telling me that. You remember I used to get mad about that. And, and I would say that when I was preaching. I don't know why the people don't want me to be attached to. You know they say don't be attached to the members. And all this and that. Well I understand why now. It's very very clear. It's because. People don't know how to draw the line. Between. Being. Uh, showing that respect. For the pastor and first lady. Versus Jermaine and Fanita. 
you know yeah. and so when you when you when when we are personal with or if any pastor and first lady when you become when you enter into this personal relationship um with people they tend to forget that you are also their leader so when you are yeah. out to eat and you're laughing or you're high side and, and things like that, that's the image that they like. People don't want to be, they don't, they don't want you to lead them in a spiritual aspect. They would love to just be friends. That's we, how they we have so some many of, people. Some of them just want to be friends. Yeah, we have so many people that even were members, former members, they don't want to come to visit the church, but they love talking to me in my inbox though. Love texting me, love calling outside of church because you know why? They rather have that personal relationship. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but we can't have both. It's, it's it's hard to have both because people don't know where to draw the line. And I can tell y'all from experience, the disrespect is real. And so um, I think that it's very important that you keep that. I mean, and it's not that we're not going to go nowhere and eat nowhere and drink a beer or curse while we're talking to the people or none of that. But it's just that the, the, and it could just be the connections that we have ran into. It could just be the people that's connecting to us. I don't know, but I'm just thinking from a, a, from a leadership point of view, I can put it like this. I bet y'all president Obama didn't kick it with who he used to kick it with in college when he became president Barack Obama. Yeah. And that's not to say he thought he was better or he we put him on a pedestal or we're or nobody serving the pastors and first ladies like we're gods. But that's just simply to say there are some things I just can't do. There are some people I can't communicate with on a on a natural level that they have to see me 100 percent in the spirit, you know, in the spirit. They can't they don't they can't handle me in the natural that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. They can't handle me in the natural. They they can't they can't handle me, you know, seeing me and, and and being a friend with me on the natural side, and then coming back to say, you know, first lady, do you need anything? Um, or what did you need me to do today? Because when we become friends, that takes the respect out of the equation, and then you no longer care about what we need. It's about what you want. I know a lot of them like that. Yeah. I, I can I can do a whole lot for you, but as far as equal, nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got some more? Um, I was also going to say, too, um, because when I made the comment about, uh, you know, people don't know how to draw the line and the disrespect is real. I think that um, when you do become like, like I, I, I don't think it's, I think that you should be able to con- congregate, but now I understand why even your pastor, he stands at the front and they only get to merely shake his hand and say, good word, pastor, or good to see you, pastor, and they've got to move. And guess what? There are people standing there to make sure they continue moving. And he don't have a mega church either. We've been to, I don't know, hundreds of churches where we've I've saw this with my own two eyes where the pastors and first ladies go to out to their offices. They don't even say bye to the people or nothing. Mm-mm. Don't even congregate. And so I never wanted to be that kind of first lady, but now I'm kind of un- I'm understanding because see I can never I, if I don't if I don't go to that level with you, then you can't never 
disrespect me. You understand? Well, if I'm always talking to you, you'll never set an appointment to talk to me or... Yeah, make a meeting or you won't, meeting. you won't keep it... That way it's kept the order. In, a, in order and yeah. in a spiritual perspective, not a carnal yeah. conversation. Yeah. And then you telling me something about something that I don't, you wouldn't normally tell, tell me, me in yeah. the sanctuary. Right. It's right. just because we have just become friends, you know? Yeah. We have just become friends, so... I got you. I got you. Yeah, that is a good one. Two for two. That's three for me. Three for three. <laughs> three for three then, child. You ready for my third one? Mm-hmm. I always got to go from a pastor spot. Yes, sir. Listen. Invite semi-celebrity guests to be a part of non-conference type services. You know how we invite people to to yeah. our morning service. I for in the past, I I had several yeah. people on program to the that semi celebrity, semi big, mm-hmm. semi influential, and so I have had several of them come, and we pay these people to come, mm-hmm. and then only a few show up, and so it's. It doesn't add up. Right. We we bled the bank for nothing. Right. For for this individual to come, and we we depleted the fund, and we just really paid them to come look at our walls. Right. And and sing or rap to the cheers. Right. So <laughs> and, to us. and to us. So I say I ain't never doing that again either. Uh, and and even from perspective of of bringing in a well known preacher, yeah, bringing in. I mean, it, I know so many people that that do certain things, and then you would want to expose your congregation to some type of you know big yeah. name people. Yeah. But if they ain't on board, then it don't make sense to spend out to get you to come in, and nothing is nothing coming back. Nothing coming back from yeah. You. We have done that a lot. So, so now I understand why they do conferences the way that they do. They they gonna they gonna sell the tickets, right? And, and them tickets gonna is gonna take care of that 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 artist or the singer or the or the mom or that's why the conference tickets thirty forty dollars. I throw a t shirt in there, but nine times out of ten it's to pay the speaker, yeah. or the singer or the uh the the juggler or whatever they got to. to, to <laughs> To put on Y'all this know show, what? that is so. That's that's the truth, babe. We have. We ain't never doing that just, again. If I could just go back and look at the books, I bet we. Man, have we have had so many people come through when we just really literally threw the money away. Threw them we money. Just could have set it on fire. Threw them literally. money for nothing. Yeah, just to say, hey, y'all, we had a good time, man. We had a good time. Maybe 30, 40 people showed up and. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. Nobody got saved. Nobody got no. delivered. We just. And you know what? That's that's such a good valid point because that's what that's the way I feel about being invited to all these women conferences. Nobody gets saved. If nobody get delivered. Saved, you you having me uh, come back? But we have we have great food afterwards. Great refreshments. Great great fellowship. You said my well say it was a it was a party. The next it was year. a church party. And nothing changes. Nothing you don't have no more members than you had when I came the year before. And the people that was there that I sweat and hovered over and prayed for, that you sat and watched me pray over, 
didn't even come back the next year. They didn't even stay at the church. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing this for? What are we doing this for? It's like, it's like three points shooting three pointers. Yeah, it just don't make sense. Yeah. So that's my number three. Invite semi-celebrity guests to be a part of a non-conference. Yeah. Type server. Yeah. So that's, that's why we ain't had too many folk come back through no more, man. It don't make sense to invite somebody to come in and it's gonna cost us more yeah. than what we getting in tithing off and that it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. We wanna do things that make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So what you got? So my fourth one is I will never ask for help. <laughs> <laughs> That's for help. For from members. Oh my. Without them first understanding protocol. Yeah. And you gotta gotta know that if you got the authority to ask members for for help in the first place, you gotta understand that it's not you yeah. that's given the authority for you to do what whatever it is you telling them to do in the first place right. but there's that there go the problem of being churched and unchurched or having christian experience and not having christian experience or even knowing how to be a part of a ministry if you haven't been a part of a ministry you would know yeah. how things go yes and you just think that this person right here whoever's telling me such and such that's that's the way the ball balances and that's the law and i that's why i was saying that a few minutes ago that if they if i think everybody needs to understand order so if if this is the order of the church that the pastor is in charge he tells the assistant that's why everybody has an assistant well they understand the order on their job right and there was a ceo a boss and one that write the checks assistant manager team leader and all they understand that when it when it comes to keeping their job right and then, too, I think that it's important to know also that even if you're giving me the order to solicit a person to do something and I go to talk to them about it because I am the assistant, right? Then I go to talk to this person and I know from the conversation that maybe that person um, is, uh, they don't understand the expectations of the ministry or don't have heart the heart for the ministry. Then it's, it's my duty yeah. to come back and say, Pastor, you know, this is what they said or whatever. Well, it's all on the website. I know, but sometimes I don't. I think I always try to push the person to just do it. You know what I mean? Instead of saying, hey, you know what? When I ask them or talk to them about it, this is what happened. So what do you think? You know? And then I, And sometimes it's a disaster. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is. And I think that that it's important that's where that order come in at like even though we even though you can be in a ministry and this is for leadership they have small ministries even if you have a small ministry and you feel strapped and like you can't you you've had it and you need help and you don't you gotta get somebody to help you don't just solicit anybody you have to make sure that that person has the ministry's heart that they understand uh, what the expectations of the ministry, uh, you know, is. And then, um, because, you know, God can give you a vision, but the Bible says to write the vision, 
to make it plain so that the people can read it and run their end. Now, if God has given that mandate, then that means that you have to know what the vision of the leader is and then run with that vision, not your own. You know, as a, um, so a lot of times people have a hard time with, um, people have a hard time with, with, uh, being, um, assistants or, or helping people because they don't know their role. You understand? So I'm good at that. I know how to be, I've, I've been a clinic manager. I've been an assistant clinic manager. I've worked the front desk and I had to uh, answer to the manager and the assistant manager. So I know how to play all parts. Same way in the church. Y'all know we talk about it all the time. We've done it all. We still will do it in a minute. I'll get in there and wipe the bathrooms down and wipe the toilets. It's not an issue for me. I don't need anybody to, to come in and say, well, I'll clean the toilets. I'm not trying to uh, belittle or, uh, you know, put anybody down or make anybody feel like you're beneath me. That's why I do it. So that maybe to say, if she can do it, I can help her do that. But it's like, it's like you know, it, those things are overlooked. It's like those things are not necessary. It's not necessary to come to the church on Saturday to do this part. But if I say, hey, you want to help me do something and I hand you a mic, everybody ready. But that same, that same eagerness to do that part of the ministry got to be the same eagerness for the, back, the stuff in the background. It's our ministry. So, so I think that that is important, and I'm and I'm speaking now. The group that we have now, absolutely wonderful. Is there other some things that we could do better in? Absolutely, but we can all we all can stand to do something better. But the group that we have now, I think, is amazing. When you do have a group of people who, and you know, we all moving in the right direction, that is always a plus for me. But these are situations that we're saying we'll never do again because we've we've already been here, done this. And I think that, uh, you know, the things in the past that we have been through are worthy of mentioning because they are detrimental if they're not, if these things are not brought to your attention. That's somebody that's contemplating starting a ministry or a church or something. They need to watch this video. Yeah. They need to watch this. They listen. Yeah. Save, save you from, wait a minute, let me show you. It'll save you from going bald, Jack. Yeah. It's, it's very hard. And, and so ministry itself is hard. Ministry in itself is hard. You know, and I don't think that people realize, too, we have two separate bills. You know, pastors and first ladies, and especially ones that's not on salary. Like we're saying, we're paying these people. Do y'all know that in half of the time, those pastors and first ladies that are having these programs that are just getting started, they're paying for their own paycheck. We've done it. Yeah. We've done it. We've paid out our own pocket to have people to come in just to try and enhance or push or, you know, uh, edify our body so that, that we'll see something different, hear something different, know that, you know, whatever is being preached there is not to hurt you, but to edify the kingdom. That's our main reason for coming and being in service together. So that's my number four. Asking, asking for, for help, help without, without the members first understanding, understanding the expectations of the ministry. Ooh. Ready for number four? No, Lord. <laughs>
My number four from the fifth floor is so into a ministry with expectations that they are so into mine. Listen, I think it was uh, 2016. Wow. And 2016, we had a we, we had a, a record amount of of things that we sold out. I believe we sold out over five thousand dollars into ministries that that we thought were our friends, and uh, we were there at their program, supporting their cheer drive, supporting their pool pit drive, and doing buying their dinners and. Uh, uh, so on into their the children's and youth ministries and so on into uh, uh, kids going to college and buying school supplies and we were just so on and so on. And from 2016 up to now, I put a break on the sewing with the expectations of them doing the same thing in the house and so what what i understand about what the word says we, when we give we ought to give without the expectations of nothing in return that's something i never do again it's because i wasn't in the state of of, of spiritual maturity to sow and go my separate way and not think nothing of it or, or not or just so from the heart of the kindness of my heart without expecting from okay they're gonna do the same thing for my program they're gonna do the same i sold it in l's or i sold so i i'm at a place now where i can sow and never think twice about it because i genuinely wanted to sow into that ministry or sow into that individual with no expectations of them uh, coming to my aid, helping me do anything, or, or, or coming to speak or doing anything. I genuinely, if I'm, if I'm sold into you, if I sold anything into you financially, it's strictly from the heart, and I didn't expect anything in return. I don't expect you to come preach at the church. I don't expect you to come cut my grass, buy me dinner. Uh, like my YouTube video, I don't expect nothing because from from what I understand, from what the Word of God says, and I say it all the time, you do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And so I do it because that's the way God loves me. God has trained me to do it in that order. And so I don't expect nothing out of it because I expect people to be people. Especially if they don't have a kingdom mindset. They ain't coming to do nothing for you in the first place. They won't they gonna keep coming around you because they know you givey. You got a givey spirit. You gonna give, 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 and they're gonna take, take, take. So they gonna they gonna wanna be around you. They wanna be around you, wanna be in your vicinity, always there to ask for something because they know that you're kind hearted. You uh, a good dude, and they're gonna they're gonna use and you to you, know you know. I mean, and that's why you always mad at me. Cause mm -hmm. I'm gonna say I'm always y'all. Yeah. I'm just gonna be honest because I do I see that a lot 
his phone rings and rings and rings and it's always hey can you do this for me can you do this can you do this can you do this no but they never the things that they're asking is like stuff that he should be getting paid to do that he's not obligated to do anything for anybody else's ministry now let me just say this because i know that people like well i mean this ministry is called a ministry okay and we've been in ministry now for 10 years and, and I, I can name, name on one hand, hand how many, many other ministries, ministries help out. out. Now, now, you should be able to. to there should be other people out there that say, hey, you know what? what? I'm going to tell, tell y'all something what will make sense, sense to me. me. If, if it is a church, church on everyone just about. Just like the little stuff. It's a church on every corner. Why don't all those churches get together once a month? And, and so into one, one of the ministries on that street. Yeah. Then the next month, everybody take up all of their offering. Take well, see, that's, the that's, that's the and idea I had when I started Iron Sharpens Iron. But nobody wanted to be a part of Iron Sharpens Iron. They always wanted it to be at their church. They never wanted to be They don't never want it to be at our. And we had a service and we did it at somebody else's church because they wanted it to be at their church. And that was fine. And then there was the issue on who who the leader was going to be. Yeah. Well, it didn't, it, 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 it didn't make sense to ask the question who the leader was going to be. Who came who up with the idea? It? And so I didn't want it to be crazy, make them feel crazy about it. So I said, hey, uh, uh, let's, let's select one. But needless to say, that, that didn't last long either. Just flick it like a booger. You know, you know what? <laughs> That's why I said I can never ever again assume that people are saved for real, integral, and honest. Yeah, that, that's a bad assumption to make because just because people get dressed and show up at church does not mean that they are saved. They know how to do church. That's right. They've been trained and, they, and they've been in church so long they know how church goes. That's right. They have it down pat, and some down people pat. are just religious and know how to fool you with that. My number five gonna blow your socks off. What you got for five? My number five, I said I will never allow family members, church members. Wait a minute. You, or, pick, uh -uh. you picking at my number no, five? No, listen, listen. Wait a minute. Or outsiders to disrespect the church. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Oh my God! Or, or the church members, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, that is the church. That's what church I'm saying. Yeah. Is church. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about, you know, sometimes because of the, all the things that has happened and taken place in the past, you know, if if I would sit down and had a tablet to write down everything that I didn't like about every person that came through those doors, boy, I'd have been writing, still writing, on some people. But because we serve a God who is a forgiving God, we have to be the same way. Now, um, there are people, I mean, sometimes people be riding the church with you and want to talk about or mistreat or disrespect other people that are members of the same church family that we are in. And I think that that is so crazy to me when we are supposed to be a family. But then 
it doesn't really it doesn't really blow my socks off the way I think that it, it, it probably would when I look at the family dynamics of most of our people that go to church. You know, like a lot of the people, a lot of a lot of folks are not um, they're not uh, family, family oriented. oriented. They don't they don't have, you know, some folks don't have Sunday dinners with their parents no more. Um they don't uh they don't have respect for themselves don't like themselves and so quite naturally everything somebody else does they don't like it or i mean it's something all the time and so i think that when you that's where that integrity come in at because integrity is not just about um your honesty to people but it is inside too you know you have to, you have to, you you have to know how to conduct yourself um, um, on a personal level, in a natural as well as a spiritual level, and I think that we have kind of been put in a box where we can't grow because we don't know how to overlook other things. We don't know how to look overlook other people. And so, quite naturally, it feels good to say, "Well, somebody else ain't doing right." But have you ever thought about what you might not have done right? So I'm not going to allow. That's that's one of the things. And I said, I just, I want to be, you know, that'd be an ugly thing for me to get to heaven and God say, well, you was talking about such and such and you didn't say nothing or I will not miss God or heaven for no foolery. I read in the Bible, y'all, the other day after prayer, when I got up from prayer, uh, I believe it was Thursday, either Thursday or Friday. I read in the Bible where it say, people, it say these people won't make it. It's the same scripture that says, uh, but I read in the Amplified Bible. It's the same scripture that say, people that lay with other people, uh, men that lay with men, you know, extortioners uh, and things like that. In the last part of that scripture, it say, people who start drama. Won't make it in heaven. Won't get to see God. It's a people that start. I wish I would have brought my Bible in here. Because I know somebody think I'm lying. It's a people that start trouble. With other people. Won't make it into heaven. I'm not going to let nobody help me miss God. I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to tell y'all something. If this is a clear and great indication that a lot of people are doing these kind of things. Look at what's going on around them. Because you have to reap what you sow. Look at what's going on around them. So when people are... You know, when you when you are in a in a in a bad state of mind, or uh, it's things happening around you that you're not happy with, fix that. <laughs> Don't get that's, mad at nobody else. It's it's in several of uh, the epistles, and as we know, the epistles were written to the church. Yes. So if he's if if Paul was talking to, was talking the, to church the church about being messy. And, and causing division, yes. then then it's real. It's relevant to, to the body of Christ. And that's in, for, in the book of 1 Corinthians. First so Corinthians. he was talking to the Corinthian church. And not I just sinners. preached about that Sunday. Yeah, not sinners, y'all. He was talking church to people. saved folks. Yeah. He was telling them, 
to stop with all the division and and causing wreaking and making people because because when you start things with people that generally will cause somebody something you just might not have spoke that day i'm just saying just speaking in general i'm not talking about nobody in particular i'm just saying these are things i've i've watched in ministry over the 10 years and these are like cancers that's a cancer to any ministry if you don't put a stop to things like yeah. this because if you want to grow anything you have to get rid of them you got to get rid of the infection we don't want that to continue on because if everybody if we're going to be on one accord and everybody really want to see jesus the first thing we got to do is start looking at the man in the mirror if we start looking at ourselves and working on ourselves we'll stop looking at everybody else We'll stop trying to figure out I mean, what, when they're going to do right. That's the whole though. purpose you're there in the first place, right. to work, work on, on you, yourself. not, the Bible not says point out everybody else. Soul salvation. Guess what? It's like with fear and with trembling, meaning you don't have time to be looking at nobody else. Number two, you better do it and do it quick and be nervous while you're doing it. But that's that's the main reason why I I, I despise the thoughts of, of, of clicking up outside of church, going exactly. to places outside of church. Exactly. If we're going to do something as a church, let's do it as, as a, a church, church and at a church function. Anything at your house or at at uh, Brother Bobo's or uh, Brother Wiley's and, uh, you know, that that ain't going to turn out well. Come That's watch not. the fight with me, brother. You're going to see you're going to see him in a different light. That's right. You, you might see him and his spouse get he the organ or, or, or he might drink or he, he might be you're at risk of of witnessing some type of stumbling block. That's right. Uh, some uh, sister such and such might flirt with you or say something that she would normally say In because church. she not at church. She got you on 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 the devil's playground. Now she can say or the, or do whatever she want to do or say you did something or said yeah. something you. And so I despise uh, 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 congregating and I I don't do all that. Uh, I do that uh, and and just. Uh, I don't want to go too far on my number five because I'm pretty much all almost in it. Okay. But but growing up as a as a PK and you being a PK, we seen this type of stuff all the time, and so it's quite naturally that the people, the people will say that the the preacher's kids are the worst ones. Preacher's kids this, preacher's kid that. Well, the parent is the one that got called. The preacher's child is not the one that got called. That's and right. so from my perspective, I did things purposely because to prove I ain't the one that got called. I, I, Y'all want it, I'm going to give it to you. And then you can go talk to pastor and he can pray for you. But I'm going to lay these type of hands on you. Yeah. And so that's how I was and, uh, on purpose because I was content and I was good with being the heathen, the hell raiser. I was good with that. Yeah. And then and then going to go hang out and going to go drink with the deacons purposely. They buying it, but they the deacons of the church. But they invite the preacher's son because they wanted to exploit as well. And yeah. so if you want to exploit, well, let's exploit it then, buddy. Because I'm gonna show and then, and then I'm gonna say, hey, where you been, son? Oh, I was with Deek. Yeah. And see how embarrassing that is? Mm -hmm. But but Deacon got... Yeah, got, so you can't tell on me and I can't tell, tell on you. you. But That's if right. you do, boom, we both. And so from a, from a preacher's kid perspective, I did things purposely. I did it purposely. So the people would see. 
Hey, look, this ain't what you want. You bring this over here, I'm gonna give you what you what you because you thinking I'm all holy and sanctified, and that ain't what I am. I'm work, Lord working on me like He's supposed to be working on you. And so you don't bring what? that in my direction. And and see, if we and make, I thank God for deliverance, boy. We put a hole the, in the wall of the church and all of this stuff. We make the sad mistake. We make the sad assumption of thinking that everybody that walked through those everybody doors comes to be right. Mm -mm. Some people you can't talk to anybody any kind of way. Some people were sent by the enemy mm -mm. to scatter the church. Right. Because it, it's a scripture in the it's Bible that says don't sabotage. be a stumbling block. I was talking block. about in, in uh, 2013. Yeah. You cannot, yeah. you cannot assume that everybody is coming to coming into ministry to be right. The enemy comes to church too. Mm -hmm. And so I, it's very important that if you have been told or given the advice from your leader, don't do this or don't do that, then you might want to listen. I think that that's been made very loud and clear. Because one thing we're going to do, and just not us personally, leaders all over this world, when they're living right and they're really seeking after God and they're really praying and fasting and laying out before God for the correct way to, to pastor and lead their church, as God has given them, then they're going to be able to see things and discern people and, and situations that you wouldn't be able to see. And I'm just crazy enough as a preacher, if God tell me something, I'm just going to say it the way he said it to me. Why not? I'm just going to say it. And sometimes that it, people don't like the way it comes out, and people don't like that I'm, you know, that we 100 like that, we real like that. But why sugarcoat something? If God warned me to warn you, why wouldn't I warn you the correct way? Like, what is it? Why would that offend you to be warned versus me not warning you, saying what God said? You go and something crazy happened, and then you say, "Why well, you didn't tell me?" Versus me telling you. You go make a dumb decision, and then you you just, you mad at the world. Well, that brings us to number five. Ready for number five? I'm ready. Number five. Invite or expect friends or family to support or be a part of your ministry. Oh my! Say that again. Invite or expect. Friends or family to support or be a part of your ministry. What did it say? Ten things I never do again. I ain't never doing it ever again. Invite or expect friends or family to support or be a part of your ministry. Never doing that again. Because it's always gonna be it's always gonna be the relationship that it was. Before we got in, everything that we discussed about orientation, order, uh, respecting the not the individual but the office, all of that goes out of the window when you invite in somebody that you used to club with, some or your first your first cousin or a classmate or a partner coworker. All of that goes out the window, and then you know uh, it was a certain time that you. Uh, I think you you cut the eyes at somebody. They they slipped and called me Jermaine. Yeah. And and you was like, hold on, 
pastor. Yeah. You're like, no, we don't do that around here. And so you risk that factor of of not having that respect by inviting folks in that you you believe that, okay, yeah, they got my back back in the day. But that was back in the day on that side. You've changed. You've grown. So they're not going to respect that growth. And so you can very well be inviting in the spirit of sabotage, the spirit of division, and they are the closest ones to you. You know what? I'm I'm going to tell you all something. I was mad the whole time that uh, President Obama was in office because everybody was calling that man Barack. I thought that was very, that was very disrespectful. disrespectful. And call him and President Obama. That, yeah, they didn't even call him President Obama. They called him Barack. So, so if if I if I feel that that's disrespectful to call the president by his first name with no handle on it, well, I they did it. They did it to President Donald Trump too. I know. So if they don't have the level of respect, they're gonna call him by their first name. Yes. They're, they're gonna call him preach or uh, uh, man of God or rev or doc or they they, they can't see themselves of calling what your your office actually is. Gonna come up with something, some type of nickname to call you opposed to what you're supposed to be called. I'm telling you. And so I've went through several uh, family members of, of going and coming and leaving and doing this. And to, to keep from putting yourself through all of that confusion, hurt, and pain, don't invite them. Let me tell y'all. Stop inviting them. You save yourself a mad. Yeah. By, by, well, man, it, it, you know how big my family is? And how many invites I done sent to family and classmates and coworkers and Set yourself up for a whole lot of disappointment. And then if I, I'm, I can go so far as this, and I don't know, people might think that this is just going too far, but I believe that um, you give respect where respect is due, you know? Yeah. And, and regardless, I didn't like President Trump. You know, I, I didn't ever call him Trump. I, I call him President either. Trump. I call him President Trump. Like regardless, I didn't. I didn't like a lot of things that he stood for. None of that. But I'm not going to disrespect his office. He was still elected the president, president. of the United States, yeah. just like President Obama. So and, and, I am. Uh, I'm big on giving. You know, just respect. I can't even him. think of the president name now. What is his name? See, uh, President Biden. See. Yeah, I just I'm I'm not so well, sometimes like if I if I make a post and I'm and I say um I wanna honor my pastor if I'm saying it and it's my husband and I say I'm honoring my husband for such and such, such such I can tell y'all now and I know that people probably gonna look at this and they probably know I did it. I deleted comments. When people came on there and said, um, good job, Jermaine, your comment got deleted. I'm I'm I'm, yeah. a, I'm woman enough to say on live your comment got deleted because I just feel like if we're honoring a man for his service to God, I made a post and said to pastor. That's like me getting on there saying like my mom is on now. I may I may sometimes I may say hello mother because she's on here. I would dare not say hey Shirley. Yeah, that's out of respect. I'm gonna say mother or co-pastor. If we're at church, it's co-pastor. You know why? Because I don't want nobody else to mistake, to take, think they can call her mama or Shirley 
they need to call her co-pastor Lewis because that's her that's her title. That's her that's office. Who she is. That's her office. Yeah. That's what God has called her to. And so everybody around me needs to follow suit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I said all that to say. That's why come his number five don't work out well. It don't work. It's hard to invite friends. Mm-hmm. And, and no. you know, coworkers. And I mean, in a in a in a perfect world, I mean, we we would have a, a extraordinary big old congregation. Yeah. If if I, everybody that I played dominoes with, basketball with, ran track with, uh, work with, uh, all of my uh, favorite first cousins and all that stuff came and to be a part of the ministry. It will be a, a a jolly good time, but I don't think we all get to heaven. And I know for a fact all of them wouldn't look up to me or follow me as their spiritual leader of the congregation. Because they didn't look up to me like that and follow me like that in the street. So now, that's why I say in a perfect world. And so I, over the years, I made that mistake by going back and trying to go grab uh my, my homeboy that i used to get high with or 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 the or the home girl that that that, that i didn't know that liked me in the first place you know what i'm saying so so crazy stuff like that so i am inviting in different headaches things that i ain't really got to deal with inviting this stuff in to the people that's already there dealing with their own issues <laughs> Hiroshima. Yeah. So that's my number five of the ten things that I never do again. So, you know, so it's like going forward. I got five more, but you got to tune in to the podcast, the aftermath. It's not going to be on YouTube. not going to be on YouTube. So if by chance you haven't. And you know what? I sent the invite. To a lot of them friends and family to go uh to to go put it a uh, a uh, comment or something on on the actual podcast mm-hmm. and you know you you can go back and you can look and see ain't now one of them did it Mm-mm. not now one not a one not a one I don't I don't understand and it's just is. it's free mm-hmm. yeah it's free you like subscribe it's free yeah so. It's cool. I, I don't understand it. And, and it's, it's crazy that people that don't know you, ain't never been around you, they'll, they'll give you more support than the people that have been around you all your life. Yeah. They'll, they'll give you more respect. They'll honor what you do. They're, they're appreciative of your walk. And, and it, it, is, it is just, they make you feel real honored and privileged of mind of God. <laughs> But the people that that's around you twenty four seven, oh man, make you hate that you even accepted the call. Yeah. What you got? Yeah, we have we have met some really really great people since we've been on this journey, just uh, with the podcast and man, and, and it I is mean, doing it, and and I didn't do any specific uh any anything purposely just to see what it'll do on its own mm-hmm. and we're almost at ten th- uh two thousand downloads in three months wow. and so uh we're gonna invite the we're gonna upload this one to the podcast as well so so we can eventually get those two thousand people 
to actually start coming to view the YouTube channel. Yeah. Instead of trying to, to, to coerce the people that have access and really don't want the access, the people that go out their way and download this stuff, yeah. the, 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 that's who we really need to start directing our traffic and attention to. Right. The ones that go out of their way that don't know us, that show appreciation and, and, and get them folks to, to jump on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Amen. Co-pastor say keep doing the job for the kingdom. The kingdom is getting it. Yeah, that's yeah, two thousand downloads in three three months. months. We've been we've been on we've been on YouTube five years. And we ain't over a thousand yet. Nope. But three months on on the podcast. It's folk that I know that ain't never download or listen to it. But they say keep up a good job. Keep up, keep up what good job. But how you know it was a good job? Somebody but, told you. Like Brazil and Brazil is real active. They Brazil got they got at least active. half of. I wish I could show y'all the map yeah. of what where I get this information from of where these locations is. It, it's lit up. The the whole yes. map is lit up. Germany is 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 Crazy. another place. Yeah. That that really surprised me. Because uh, it's a big Catholic uh, yes. place. And then uh, Cologne, Germany is the place where this big theological castle is. And we have several listeners in Cologne, Germany. Yeah. So it could almost kind of scared me to wonder what they're if thinking they about. Where, what, didn't they say that the Pope or something? The Pope, one of the Popes there? or something like that, yeah. And then this, this one really scared me here, the, the, the people in Pakistan. You know, they cutting people's head off over there for talking about Christ. But I thank God anyway. And the people in Johannesburg. I know. Rocking out in Johannesburg. In California. California but look, is crazy. Sapporo, Japan. Right. I can't even say that one. That's just so far away. Kanoa. Kanoa. And Mumbai. Thank Mumbai. you. Yes. Thank you. Mumbia, India. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you know, the, uh, if don't nobody ever get on if about ten or seven or two uh, viewers on here on YouTube, I keep striving and keep going for all these fo two thousand folk that's uh, overseas. Yeah, they appreciate yeah. the 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 the, I think, I think the, the graphics and the, the microphone and the sounds <laughs> and all of this, the, the hard work the overall, we put in. Thing oh, we got some riders. The don't drop them. your anchor emojis if you're a rider. Oh, yeah, we, we got are, some we riders now. We, we ain't talking down. about the the, the ride. We talking about the folk that hop on, jump off, hop on, jump off, just be nosy and all that good stuff. You know, yeah. you, you're gonna be consistent. Be consistent. It's still, you won't be on board. Get on board. Shad with somebody if you if you're blessed and and, and shad. Yeah. Shad. Yeah. Don't just sit you, on. I think you gotta. Um... I think you gotta just it, you just have to be at a place in your life because I can honestly say about seven or eight years ago I didn't feel the way I feel today. Just about yeah. just spirit, my spirituality, the way I'm I'm so in love with God. Yeah. I can honestly say seven years ago I didn't feel the way I do now. Well, I the preacher kind of done took us somewhere. That, the preacher kind of done pushed like, us to yeah. a different realm. Yeah, it, it, it we, done we us, boy, boy, boy. We, and so, we I just, so I understand. I get it. Yeah. Um, that was, oh, I can't say that because you got to tune in. 
to the podcast. Y'all tune in to the I podcast. I told y'all one of my five that I'm gonna be heading over to the podcast. Oh no, nah, we ain't doing. We ain't but, slipping. Nah, I ain't gonna flip. But mm-hmm. um, I think you just have to be in a place where you. You know, you are really ready to receive what God has for you. Nobody yeah. can push anything. You got, you got, you got to be ready for what's going, uh, going, going down on the podcast anyway, because that's going to be the only place where you'll be able to download the songs that we got. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna upload our music there. So you gonna leave me hanging? <laughs> yeah, we got our project. The six, the six song it. CD is yeah. gonna be dropped on the podcast. Okay, I have to say, I'm waiting on God 100%. Me too. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind. I'm just in a, such another place. I have such I don't peace. Mind but I'm going to tell y'all something. I have gotten to a place where I understand God on a whole nother level. Like, the stuff, even things that I've preached a whole bunch. Um, I got a whole nother, a whole new level of understanding on scriptures and everything. I don't yeah. know what happened, but Lord have mercy. God been showing me things that I just have been blown away with. And, um, I just, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just in another place, you know, and I'm, um, I'm so, I'm hungry for what God has for us. I'm definitely I'm going to hang in there to see what else God has in store for us. But we are on our way, boy. I tell you. Oh. Yeah. Definitely going somewhere. Final thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> what is you sound good, I don't mind waiting. <laughs> I don't know why I read that to you. <laughs> I don't mind waiting. Okay. okay. So. Uh, for those that are joining us now, probably came in after we started. Uh, um, we were talking about 10 things that I will never do again from a ministry aspect. And this is just talking about ministry across the board. This is for a lot of times we speak on things that other pastors and first ladies don't want to talk about. The, even things that have been mentioned to us for us to right. talk about. And so, um, they don't, um, they, they'll say, you know, people won't talk about this, but y'all can say, you know, we all talk about this. And so we don't never mind. And a lot of times we get, we get a lot of flashback about it because people think we're talking about them. And, and, and nine times out of 10, we're not, we're talking about something somebody else told us to say or talk about or. Things like things of that nature. So, uh, hit dog hops. Yeah, I don't want people to be getting all and caught up in your feelings and all that. Now, I will tell you, these ten things today was from us. Yeah, we <laughs> these said are that. things that we will never do again. Never doing again. So, if yeah. you missed it from the, from the beginning, I have to go back and your top five. five. Go, 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 give them a rundown on your top five. My top five was the first one was I will never assume that people are saved. Integral and honest. Mm-hmm. Number two was I will never allow people who has never pastored or been a first lady give advice to me. My third one was I will never have personal relationships with members, with new people that come in. Never have, never get personal uh, with people because people don't know where to draw the Keep line. Keep it professional. 
and the disrespect is real. That's what I said on that one. Um, so I want to keep it on a professional level um, moving forward. Um, my fourth one was I will never ask for help without the members first understanding the expectations of the ministry. Having a heart for the ministry, understanding what pastor was called to do. Because, uh, you know, regardless to what people believe, we all have to follow the order of the, the assignment that was placed on pastor's life. He was called to the ministry. So we have to follow what God has mandated for him to do, his assignment. And then God placed me in his life as a help. Or whatever church you go yeah, to. Yeah, your church, yeah. So you have to follow order. Yeah. So then my last one was um, to never allow members or outsiders, family members or friends to disrespect the church. Amen. Mine. Mine was number one. From a, a pastor preacher perspective, number one was sing a hymn that that you like, but don't really know the words before preaching. Make sure you know them songs. It's embarrassing. Don't look to yourself. Don't look. Don't. And it'll kill the move of God. Kill it. Number two, attend a pastor's wife anniversary that you really don't know. Don't you go over there. You don't know them people. Don't go. Mm -mm. Don't do it. Number three, invite semi-celebrity guests to be a part of a non-conference type service, especially if you ain't got the budget for it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm -mm. Number four, sow into a ministry with expectations that they'll sow into yours, setting yourself up for failure and a mad that you'll never get back. Don't do it. Number five, invite or expect friends, family to support or be a part of your ministry. Don't do it. Setting yourself up for failure and a heartache and a headache, gas, runs, and all that good stuff. Don't do it. 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 it may be a prayer side of here. I hope you guys are blessed tonight uh, by those 10 things. We could definitely use them all, even in our personal lives. And then for all the leadership out there. All the leadership. Man, I pray that somebody that just started getting in the ministry, listen to this, go back and rewind it, and hey, man, save you. You might even have your hair at 50. That's right. I lost mine at 35. <laughs> 10 years ago. Good Lord. You ready? Yeah. Father God in heaven, Lord, we just thank you, God, for who you are, Lord. We thank you, God, for your power, for your, your presence, for your anointing, God. We just thank you, God, for every person that joined us on tonight, Lord. We just ask, Lord, that you cause us to implement, God, the nuggets that were learned, that were heard on tonight, God. Lord, we bind up the spirit of offense, God, and, and, and to be defensive and division and, and sowing sow the seeds of discord, God, in ministries all over this world. God, we ask that you bind the church together, God, in unity and love. Cause us to love the church, God, 
as our first love, like you like you demanded and commanded us to do according to your word. God, we thank you for all things. We thank you for every person that is present on tonight. We give you all the, the glory, the honor, and the praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I got something to give you. That's somebody. Somebody, 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 somebody. They're looking to start something. Don't know where to start. They always making some excuses. Why they ain't started. Don't make no excuses. Go ahead and make it happen. Start now. Get perfect later. Don't you dare do no little dreaming. Dream big. I'm going to need you to start using some kind words. Kind of like saying I love you. Saying please and thank you. Your ungrateful self. You need to be grateful. Learn to help somebody. All you individuals that like to complain. Don't whine. It's a great time. To be silly. Keep calm. Carry on. It's my time. I'm out of here. I like them pro wings. Hey. Do yourself a favor. Like, comment, share. This is our in-house production. Tell them. It's in-house. Productions. You gonna be back? Already. Yeah. In-house production. Yeah.